Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson-Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast, and today I have my wonderful co-host, Juanita Wooden Radko, and the beginning of September, we're actually going to be celebrating an anniversary of friendship together. So you're going to want to listen beginning of September because we're going to be doing a really special episode then about the power of friendship and how it can not only change your life, but change your business as well. So welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, Kim. Glad to be here. It's uh, nice to have a slightly cooler day than I, the last time we were recording. I don't think I could have gotten much shinier. Where <laughs> <laughs> <It> was hot. <laughs> and, uh, y- you know, when you're doing these podcasts, you know, you've got the window that's bringing in extra light that also brings in extra heat. Um, mm-hmm. To get my room with enough lights, I've got lights on both sides of me shining. So on really hot days, sometimes by the time I'm done, I'm like, can you see the sweat drops? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll we'll take care of that in post production, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of that in post. <laughs> so today we're continuing our author to authority podcast series, and we've really been digging deep and just exploring the six key areas that you need to build in to become that authority in your niche to have people see you and when they do when they meet you when they find you on social media when they hear you on podcasts that you become this instant credible expert that they want to work with and we've you know we've already talked about um, your in-person skills we did two episodes on that you know how do you introduce yourself effectively how how do you let people see you right from the very start as that credible expert the first time they meet you? You know, we talked about building that network, but I think we're going to do one more on that because I've had some more thoughts come in. So maybe the next one we'll do the network again. And we focused in on communication, you know, and the importance of having a combined communication message. So where you're speaking is as strong as your writing. And how most people are stronger in one than the other. But if you want to be seen as that incredible authority, there has to be continuity between the two. Because if you speak really well, and then you write someone an email and it's atrocious. Yeah, it's like, which one's the mask? Yeah, which one's real? Which one's, you know, which one's the real person? And Generally, people will assume that your weakest area is the true you. Sad. Yeah. 
but it does happen. But today I want to focus in on marketing. And I know you've heard that term, marketing, branding, all this kind of stuff. But we have not a completely unique way of looking at it, but we do look at it in a way that's applicable to you as an entrepreneur where you are at right now. So, you know, when we talk about marketing today, we're not really going to be talking a lot about, you know, your website, uh, your colors, all that, that we might get into a little bit because, you know, Winita, if you want to move over a little bit, she's got this oh. <laughs> on the video in the background. She's got this word juicy on her, her, her wall there. And it's in this incredible font. And we were talking about the fact that she, she did it because she just loved the font. And so there is some importance to, you know, having, um, you know, your branding elements in place. So, you know, knowing your colors, your fonts, uh, you know, how you want to visually present yourself. But if you can't answer three questions that we're going to talk about today, none of that other stuff matters. So, Juanita, do you have any opening thoughts for us today? Uh, there's such, I feel there's so many different elements to marketing and thinking about how it, in, how it reflects on you personally. I'm really excited to discuss that with you, Kim. I think that I'll start off by saying it has to come from a natural place, mm, true. authentic place, because it, if you're thinking that my marketing has to look like this person, has to mm. look like I want to model my marketing after Oprah, let's say, or and I want to do everything the way Oprah does stuff. Well, I'd be really impressed, A, if you had that budget, but B, <laughs> <laughs> all you're ever going to be is a... Oprah a wannabe? Sad, a sad wannabe. All right, I won't say sad, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you're only ever going to be a second-rate version of mm -hmm. that person. So cherry pick elements that you want to ele emulate mm. to incorporate into your marketing your personal brand but make it you so you know what is marketing and i was i was thinking about this as i was creating notes for my wonderful friend here to review before the show and what came to me is is marketing is how you present yourself to the world. And it's important because when people see you, they judge you. And you say, oh, well, I don't judge people. Yeah, you do. We all do. It's, it's a part of human nature to instantly make a decision on someone based on what you first see. Let's say assess. Assess. I like Rather that. than assess. judge. Okay. Assess. Mm -hmm. So when you are an entrepreneur, you want to make sure that the first impressions that people have of you are strong. And that's where your marketing comes in. When you are intentional about your marketing, when you are in 
you have decided how you want people to see you and then you create the materials needed to give that impression then what happens is is that you will see results and like you said it comes down to a place of authenticity it is okay to be you you don't have to be anybody else you are wonderfully gifted just the way you are you have skills talents and abilities that make a difference in this world and you have something inside of you that was made to ministers the wrong word but was made to have an effect on some on a specific person's life and so that's why your marketing is important because when your marketing is strong then you attract the right people that right target market that you really want to work with yeah maybe Again, it's going to sound like spiritual language, like uh, religious language to say blessed. But when you're giving of yourself and sharing that part of yourself, sharing and knowing it, it's, it's nourishing mm -hmm. uh, someone else's life. Mm -hmm. uh, when I think about marketing... I think about how it incorporates language, how it incorporates appearance and thought. Mm, yes. I really was uh, thinking just from the very simple level of appearance, the outer level, I'm, I'm comfortable with my shape. I'm comfortable with how I look. I'm not trying to fit into someone else's, uh, perceived notion of I have to be like a size four to to be attractive to look good your appearance I mean this sounds so basic be clean be neat and comfortable mm -hmm. I think comfortable does not mean sloppy but I see sometimes people dress up in sometimes you see guys they'll have jacket a blazer but it's oversized it's bit too big for them because they want to kind of hide inside it and they're not comfortable in that there's you might need help with someone to give you some advice on yeah you want clothes that fit you well mhm mm mm -hmm. that that feel almost like a second skin yes the um some of my favorite dressier clothes feel like pajamas <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i have a very uh free-flowing kind of approach to my <laughs> wardrobe and the closer they can feel to pajamas the better i'm not saying i go to work in my pajamas i'm just saying i like a loose fit <laughs> well okay let's be truthful here in this new covid zoom environment you could be dressed from the waist up and still have your pajama bottoms on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to stand up and prove to you later that, ta-da, this is a dress, not a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway. Well, <laughs> but um, I, I want to just go back for a second and, and, and talking about being you and not being someone else. Now, hmm. Juanita and I are biracial and I'm actually about two or three different races. So uh, I never really looked like the average kid. I was not, you know, had this nice straight blonde or brunette hair. Um, You know, my skin was darker, though I was darker than, say, a a white person. Hopefully that's politically correct. But I wasn't as dark as a black person either. So again, if I'm not using the correct political terms, please excuse me. I'm still trying to figure out sometimes what they are, currently are. But I do not mean any disrespect. But it was hard for me because I looked at all these other people and I wasn't them. And I had an Afro, like I'm not talking, you know, a loose curl Afro. I'm talking full. Dandelion and going to see Afro. That is the greatest way to describe it, my friend. Thank you. I've been looking for years to describe it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I remember my hair in grade six, seven, eight was pretty much that too. (laughs) And I I kept trying to dream myself as somebody else. And I never achieved any success in life until I realized that it was okay to be who I was created to be. And that I didn't have to be somebody else to be successful. In fact, every time I tried to be somebody else, I failed miserably. (laughs) One of the things that occurred to me when you were just saying that was the lie that the thing that made everything a little easier was when I finally stopped telling myself the lie, life would be easier if only I had X. Or if if I was X. Yeah, or if I was X, if if only my hair were blonde, if only I lost 30 pounds, if only I was somehow different because I am not good enough the way I am. If only I wasn't so tall. <laughs> I don't think that matters as much now, but, you know, back in high school, you and oh, I had times. High school, didn't it? <laughs> you and I had not- times time standing at dances thinking I just wish I was a little shorter so guys would want to dance with me because you know when you're a head taller than just about every other guy out there it's kind of hard to get people to find to dance with except for the kind of creepy guys who are short enough that they can just sort of lay their head on your chest (laughs) and (laughs) my mother used to warn me about those guys Tall girl problems, number 39. (laughs) This is going to be one of those, this is going to be a clip from the best. (laughs) So the, the point is, it's okay to be you. And it's okay to reflect that in your marketing. It's okay to reflect your uniqueness. In fact, you want to. You want to stand out. And that's what your marketing does, is it causes you to be unique and stand out. And you want that because, you know, 
when you look the same as everybody else who does what you do, you're just a drop of water in the ocean of oneness. And I didn't get a chance to tell Juanita this yet, so we'll, we'll do it on the podcast. But I was going back through and just uh, working on the author to authority book this week. Mm-hmm. And I was at the section where I talked about the air of, um, no, the ocean of oneness. And I yeah. had another term to describe kind of, you know, where you are when you're authority. And I looked at it, I thought, I don't like that. But now you get to have that air of authority. How do you like that, Juanita? From the ocean of obscurity to the air of authority. Yes. Nice. nice. I like yes. it. So, you know, um, I was, I was like, ooh, that's, Juanita's going to like that. It's kind of delicious. I do. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. little highfalutin in there. And... A little juicy language. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Make your writing juicy. <laughs> do you see what I did there? Ah. <laughs> oh. um, one of the things that is part of your marketing is your language. Yes. And it might seem, what I'm about to say next might seem like I'm just flipping the whole be authentic, be you. Your language needs to be on in the theater sense. Not, hello, my honey, hello, my baby, hello. Right, but I'm gal. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I love the little frog with the top hat and thing. Uh, <laughs> His name is Michigan J. Frog. Should you ever be asked that? <laughs> this is how I win trivia contests. Uh, <laughs> oh. The sense of being forward and engaged yes. with your conversation. Mm-hmm. You are thinking about what you want to say to someone. You are listening actively to what they want to say and thinking about how you're connecting with them that is that is different Mm -hmm. than say being as i was saying being phony it's it's still being authentic yes but it's making the effort like with my daughter at six o'clock in the morning mommy i want to come and snuggle with you or mommy will you read me a story and I can go, yeah, okay. Like, what a royal pain you are asking me all the time to do stuff. Or I can go, sure, come on, let's do this together. And I'm sure I'm fighting the desire to be asleep. But later, I want to know that her experience of me was someone who was glad to be in her presence. I think that's what you need to communicate with all of your clients and with all of your relationships is that you feel glad that you are in their presence. Yes. But, you know, the other side of that is true as well. And that's when you become a, a real authority is when you can honestly say, you know, JD, normally I would love to read you a story this morning, but mommy's not feeling that great. You know, there's that other side of it too, because 
there's some days when you are just not doing good. You know, last week mm-hmm. um, had a friend die suddenly and I had to postpone some things. I was going to record some podcast episodes. I, I just couldn't do it because, you know, when I record okay. these, I want to be, I want to be upbeat. I want to be positive. And to be honest, my heart was just breaking. So could I have faked it? Yeah. When Nita and I have performance backgrounds, we can fake it when we need to. But I wanted to be authentic and genuine. So I contacted the people. I said, listen, I, you know, I just found out a friend of mine just passed away suddenly. Can we move it for a couple of days? And they were okay with that because I was being honest with them. And then when we recorded it, it was good because I was in a better place personally. So, you know, being the authority doesn't mean you always have to be on in that sense because we all have bad days and bad things that happen. But it's, you know, you don't want to generally be down, depressed. You know, you want to have that confidence and ability to be yourself. Yes, I I think that once you've established a relationship that's in a way that's showing that you're honoring the relationship that you believe that this person can handle and can care enough about you mm. to give you what you need in yeah. that space too and that's being that's being a decent human being <laughs> yeah that's true that's true. So I want to get down into our core message today, actually our core part of marketing, which is your messaging. And, you know, there are lots of things that we can talk about marketing and maybe we will do another uh, episode on marketing as well, because there's just so much to it. But the starting place in your marketing really comes down to three questions. And in the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, you might not be able to fully answer these questions. It took me about two years to really get the clarity I needed to answer these questions in the way that made sense to me. Now, that didn't stop me from doing business. So here's the thing. If you don't have your messaging down yet, that's okay. Sometimes it comes as your business grows. And as you experience different things and as you work with different people and as you kind of figure out where you fit in the world. So this is never a questions that should stop you from doing business. These are questions that you search out and you work on and you gain clarity on. And as you do, your business then starts to grow faster. So the three questions are who do you serve? How do you serve them? And who you are in relation to the two previous questions. And, you know, when people asked me that in the beginning, I had no clue. Okay, I kind of knew who I was, sort of. And then I'd kind of go, I'd try to come up with some really pithy answer and just to impress people and... Yeah, they realized I had no clue. (laughs) (laughs) So 
first of all, I'll let you talk there in a second there, Juanita. But first of all, you need to understand that we're talking about your entrepreneurial business persona. Okay. So this is, and again, it's, it comes from authentic place. It still has to be who you are. But when we talk about who you are, I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a, sorry about that. My microphone seems to not be working. Okay. Can you still hear me there, Juanita? Yes, I can hear you now. Kim. Okay. So these are the joys of running a podcast with technology. Sometimes it just does fluky things in the middle of you speaking. But if you ask me who I am, I'm a child of God. I'm a wife of almost 30 years. I'm a mother of two adult children. I am Nana to the most adorable one-year-old on the face of the earth. And I'm sure every other Nana says the exact same thing. And you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm a musician. I'm an avid reader. I am a creative person. I love to knit and crochet. And all of those things are valid and true. But they, not, they are not who I am as an entrepreneur. And so when people ask me, you know, who are you? What do I do? All those, you know, kind of questions that you get, then that's where my marketing messaging comes in. And it's, it's really simple. I'm the extraordinary word ninja and I work with entrepreneurs and professionals and coaches to help them write their signature book. You know, it's that book that they become known by and it becomes that valuable marketing tool that they use to build their business. So, you know, your messaging has to clearly state those three things. Who are you? Who do you serve? And how do you serve them? So I know I can see by the look on Juanita's face, she's got some things she wants to add there. So I'll let her talk for a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had so many ideas. And <laughs> I don't want to sound like I wasn't listening now. It's like... Go ahead, so engaged, the ideas are like boom, 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 like popcorn in my head. <laughs> I think it's important to ask yourself, what does it look like when I'm in this role? Mm. And sometimes when you were talking before about how you won't know the answer to who am I? Um, how do I, who do you serve? And you were saying that you still do business as you're figuring out the answer to that. Sometimes the answer is a negative, mm. not neg. It's not who am I? It's more of a, this is not what I do. When yeah. I owned my sewing business, I often had people suggest, Oh, you could do alteration on the side that is not what I do. I tried it. I don't like it. There, it's a very frustrating way to interact with people was for me, was my experience. And then and, you had your best friend saying, oh, you know, you can try this and you can try this and you can sell fabric. Oh, you have to have a yarn shop. Like, hello. <laughs> 
and as well-meaning as those suggestions <laughs> all were, they did not add to my vision. They did not add to my peace of mind. Yes. And that's a good sign that is probably not authentic to mm-hmm. you. If, it, if the idea brings you more stress, <laughs> yes. then it's probably not a good fit. That yeah. seems obvious in retrospect, but... <laughs> So that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. Being the extraordinary word ninja that you are, Kim, one of the things that I'm always impressed with you doing is your your speed, your lightning quick uh, way of writing. That's something I really appreciate. I'm I find I'm not the hiya hiya fast <laughs> writer because I like to uh, take a more tortoise approach and go is this the right word that I want to use here and one of the things where I'm learning in my role as book project manager I had someone say I said hi I'm I'm kind of the keeper of the calendar was what I said well now I feel like saying I'm the queen of the calendar But (laughs) (laughs) but this man said you are an outcome facilitator. I was like, Ooh, Heck yeah, I am. <laughs> I like that. Maybe we're going to have to look at maybe changing your title there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a certain value in, in finding a title that makes you feel elevated, that you'd mm. go, Wow. Because sometimes we want to we want to hide behind labels. Mm-hmm. There, there's a difference between labels and identity. And that's yes. what we were talking about when you were talking about um, your being biracial, being that how there's a challenge because on the one hand mm-hmm. we have Here's my hand. (laughs) On the one hand, you have people talking about labels. Are you black? Are you white? Are you whatever? And that's, labels are for the convenience of other people. Mm -hmm. Identity is something that you're building within yourself. So I'm going to interrupt you here because I've just, I've got to say this, but Juanita and I are Canadian. And there's one quarter of me that is Canadian as Canadian can be. It goes back to the founding family of the city of Montreal in the 1600s. I'm at least on all four sides, at least three to four generations Canadian. So people ask me, you know, oh, who are you? Where are you from? Oh, I'm Canadian. No, really, where are you from? Canada. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because as Canadians, people always assume we're something else. Mm-hmm. I want to change that. I am proudly Canadian. Now, if you want to ask me where my ancestors may have come from, I will gladly answer that question. But if you ask me, where am I from? I'm from Canada. Proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh Again, that's identity, right? Mm-hmm. That's really 
a huge thing and being able to claim an identity like outcome facilitator is um is something that you can feel pride in an identity i actually wrote that down <laughs> <laughs> all right that's my new juicy title <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to have to get you some new business cards there, eh, my friend? <laughs> Not that we're go we've been going anywhere to use them, but... Uh. Yeah, yeah, maybe hold off until uh, we get to, like, what, level four, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing I wanted to point out through this journey, and, and you were correct, Juanita, is the fact that through this journey, you determine two things. Who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. How do you want to serve them and how do you not want to serve them? And it's important to be able to know both. Juanita and I over the years have had um, a few clients that we realized were not congruent with who we were as a company. Challenging. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, not congruent is a and, and it created conflict. Mm -hmm. Because we probably really were not the right company to produce their book. Mm -hmm. Now, did that mean that we quit on the project or anything else? No. No. And you can't do that. If you if people have paid you to do something and you know, it doesn't matter how difficult they are to work with. If they have paid you, you have no right to stop working with them. You have to complete what you have done because that's what an authority does. Integrity is part of your identity. Exactly. Everyone. As an authority. So, but every time we've worked with a person who was not congruent, it's helped us to define more who it is we want to work with and where do we find those people. And it helps us to refine our, our onboarding process to see if this person is um, the right one in the first place. And so, you know, we're, we're probably over 30 minutes. So I think we'll, we'll, we'll conclude and we will have another discussion on this one, my friend. So in conclusion, actually, Juanita, I will let you share any final thoughts first before I close us up. Well, Kim, yes, there, this is certainly a rich vein to mine. It's, it's packed with juicy goodness. <laughs> the word of the day. Yay, the word of the day is juicy. I'm sure that there are a few more. I'm going to have to look up the in my... The word of the day. <laughs> Synonym. <laughs> Synonym rolls as just like grammar used to make. No. <laughs> delicious language <laughs> so i will make my notes and keep keep them on but i think that let integrity be part of your identity as an authority is a nice wrapping thought for me <laughs> so in conclusion let's remind you the three questions that we want you to work on who are you who do you serve and how do you serve them? And uh, 
I think let's continue this on the next episode. Well, so we'll do a part two on marketing and we'll kind of pick up there and we'll also talk about some other elements, including uh, how marketing and branding work together. Cause that's an important uh, piece of the puzzle as well. So this has been Juanita Witten Radko and Kim Thompson Pinder on the author to authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift for you. I'd like to invite you to download a sample of my newest book, Author to Authority, coming out this year. If you enjoy the podcast, you will enjoy learning how becoming an author can change not only your life, but your business as well. Go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free dash sample. So that is www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free sample. Have a great day and stay safe.